The time of Christ's returning draws nigh. The Bible says he will return in a time you think not. The return of Jesus Christ to meet his church in the clouds could happen at this moment, but I would be shocked if it did. It's been mentioned here that life is like a monopoly game. Time and chance happens to all of us. We all take our turns traveling around the game board making decisions, some good and some bad. Finally, the game is over. You leave the board taking nothing with you, at least it so appears. But the decisions you make on life's board dictate your present condition of life and your eternal habitation. There are two doors, two choices that must and will be made while traveling around the game board. God's word to Israel in Deuteronomy 30 verse 19 reads, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. You must choose. Jesus declares unto Nicodemus the way of eternal life and even shows him the door. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You must be born again. You were first born as the son or daughter of Mr. and Mrs. whomever, but when you are born the second time, this time of the Spirit of God, you are born as a son or daughter of God, and here everything changes. Everything changes as a result of this new birth. The way you talk, the way you think, the friends you keep, the activities you like to do, the way you work, the foods you eat and drink, the clothes you wear, and finally, your purpose and your eternal destiny. Everything changes. 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Have you been born again? Today you will make a decision that will affect everything, and that will last forever. Which one will it be? Will today be your day of salvation where all your sin and shame is washed away? Will today be the day all Satan's bondages are broken? Will today be the day you are set free? Imagine it is just minutes away. Follow this prompt and do it now. Ready? Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the glorious kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis 5, 5, And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. God said, Psalm 74, 13 and 14, Thou didst divide the sea by thy strength. Thou breakest the heads of the dragons in the waters. Thou breakest the heads of Leviathan in pieces, and gavest him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. God said, Genesis 3, verse 1, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? God said, Revelation 12, 3 and 4, 7 through 9. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven horns upon his heads. 
and his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready be, uh, to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought in his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Man said, The Bible was not authored by God. It was written by old, outdated men. Even if there was a God, and he did author the Bible, everyone knows you can't take it literally. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 937, that will once again certify the supernatural inerrancy and authorship of the Holy Word of God found in the majority text authorized King James Version of the Holy Bible. All of these marvelous features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the bloodbot and as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Take advantage of four highly beneficial God said, man said features. One, you have questions? God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Number three, imagine you can download nearly 349 hours of God said, man said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. Number four, sign up for the God said, man said weekly broadcast and fresh bread will be delivered to you, God willing, every Thursday eve. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. When God's word is taken lightly and treated casually, it will not yield its fruit. God's word is surely the inerrant truth and the very tree of life, and it must be reverenced with ear bowed down, or it will not yield its fruit. Allegiance to every jot and tittle is required. Keep in mind that Revelation 19.13 speaks of Jesus Christ and reads, and his name is called the Word of God. Manhandling the Holy Scriptures will only bring on the curse. Revelation 22.18 and 19, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Deuteronomy chapter 4, 1 and 2. Now therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you for to do them that ye may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers giveth you. Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. How beautiful is this marvelous book. God's word makes very bold and absolute statements, and many of them seem bizarre to the untutored, 
and are viewed by them as errors, exaggerations, myths, or simple metaphors not to be taken literally, but nothing could be further from the truth. You cannot add to or subtract from the beautiful book and still enjoy the full benefits of its fruits. Even the bizarre and untenable must be received in faith, and then even the bizarre will find its certification. Then things, even things that Christians may not consider deserving of defense that might seem unrelated, all of a sudden become pivotal to the story and beautiful indeed. This feature will demonstrate this principle. With its investigation of 912 years, dragons, serpents, and Satan. When the Word of God is received in childlike faith, all of life's questions receive answers, and all of the Bible's proclamations, even the most bizarre, are vindicated every single one, miracles and all. One particular bizarre claim in the Bible is that prior to the flood in the days of Noah, the average age of man was 912 years. In other places on God said, man said the average number of years was stated as 911. However, after re uh, revisiting Genesis chapter 5 and doing the math, the correct number is 912. It includes Noah, but not Enoch, who was taken by God at 365 years of age, and he did not see death. Most of Christianity seemingly finds no need to defend this incredibly long pre-flood lifespans, but they are pivotal to the story. You'll see just how critical this truth is as we move along. Several excerpts follow from the God Said, Man Said features that will verify biblical inerrancy at 912 years. God Said, Man Said, 911 years and immortality is back. The biblical account of an original immortality enjoyed by Adam and Eve and lost as a result of sin is laughable to the unredeemed, and equally laughable to them is the Scripture record that the average age of man was 912 years during the first 1,656 years of the world's history. It is no surprise to the born again that when God says yes, carnaldom emphatically says no. The carnal spirit is constantly trying to find a godless way. Is it actually possible that man's lifespan after the fall and up until the flood during the time of Noah was 912 average years? The famous historian Josephus, who wrote directly after the time of Christ's earthly ministry, wrote this. Now, when Noah had lived 350 years after the flood, and that all that time happily, he died having the number of 950 years. But let no one upon comparing the lives of the ancients with our lives and with the few years which we now live think that what we have said of them is false or make the shortness of our lives at present an argument that neither did they attain to so long a duration of life. For those ancients were beloved of God and lately made by God himself and because their food was then fitter for the prolongation of life, but well lived so great a number of years, and besides, God afforded them a longer time of life on account of their virtue and the good use they made of it in astronomical and geometrical discoveries, which would not have afforded the time of foretelling the periods of the stars unless they had lived 600 years, for the great year is completed in that interval." Now I have for witnesses to what I have said 
all those that have written antiquities, both among the Greeks and barbarians. For even Manetho, who wrote the Egyptian history, and Berossus, who collected the Chaldean monuments, and Mochus, and Hestius, and besides these, Hieronymus the Egyptian, and those who composed the Phoenician history, agree to what I here say. Hesiod also, and Acadius, and Hellanicus, and Acusilus, and besides, Ephorus and Nicholas relate that the ancients lived a thousand years. But as to these matters, let everyone look unto them as he thinks fit. End of quote. 912 average years? Yes. It is supremely important for the saints to know that God's word is true and righteous altogether. We are required to build and even to stake our lives upon it. End of quote. God said, man said, 912 average years in the Egyptian reigns. If men lived an average pre-flood life of 912 years, or basically 13 times longer than we do today, and they certainly did, then much of the world's knowledge that rejects this biblical record would have a very distorted view of reality, and it certainly does. Just two points will be briefly discussed to illustrate. One. Neanderthal man. The Neanderthal is showcased by Darwinian scientists as an evolutionary progression to today's modern man. Tremendously long pre-flood lifespans answer many questions. Consider this Neanderthal man, one of evolution's supposed links between ape and man. Because pseudoscience has rejected the Bible and the creation model, the following truth has escaped the followers of pseudoscience. A. L. Gillen writes in his book, Body by Design, the following. Dr. Jack Cousseau, a research orthodontist for over 30 years, in his book, Buried Alive, explains Neanderthal man's skeletons. His studies show that the human head does not stop growing as we age. Contrasting the measurements of people's heads when they were 19, in their late 40s, and some at age 80, he discovered that the head changed in the following manner. 1. The brow ridge came forward. 2. The jaw came forward. 3. The nose got bigger. 4. The chin came forward. 5. The cheeks came forward and flattened out. 6. The teeth came forward. 7. The back of the head started to point out. Think of a baby's soft head. It is fashioned with cartilage as well as bone. Our skull gradually changes over time from fetus to infant to adolescent to adult. This has been known for some time, but more recently, Dr. Dr. Jack Cousseau has found that our skull continues to change in our old age, and assuming man could live to 150, 200, 300, or even 500 years of age, this pattern of change would produce an individual that looked remarkably like Neanderthal man. End of quote. The following words and chart are from the records of human longevity from other nations. Example number two. Another point of interest is that when the Egyptian reign uh, lengths are placed alongside the Hebrew lifespans of the patriarchs, we notice a surprisingly close correspondence. Take it a moment to compare the numbers on the chart. I'll read a few of them to you. Egyptian leader Ra, reign a thousand years. Biblical patriarch at the same time was Noah, lifespan 950 years. Egyptian leader Shu, he reigned 700 years. Biblical patriarch Shem, he lived 600 years. 
Egyptian leader Geb, he reigned for 500 years. Arfax said he lived his lifespan 538 years. The above data was obtained from the following references. One, Chronology of the Palmero and Turin Canons, two volumes by Patrick F. O'Mara, 1980. Number two, Ancient Records of Egypt, historical documents from the earliest times to the Persian conquest by J.H. Breasted, 1906. Three, The Book of the Kings of Egypt by W.E.A. Budge. Number four, The Royal Canon of Turin by Sir A.H. Gardner. Number five, The Palmero Stone and the Archaic Kings of Egypt by Patrick F. O'Mara, 1979. When God's word is rejected, foolishness is the result. Yes, man lived to nearly 1,000 years of age in the days of old. The Bible declares it so, and the record says yes, end of quotes. Many think that 912 average years is not important to defend and that it is not really related to anything of consequence. They are embarrassed by the Word of God. But how related it is, even from Genesis to Revelation, and how proud the childlike are to defend it. When the account of 912 average years is received in faith and with ear bowed down, hard questions are easily answered. One such question in particular is evolution's vaunted champion, the dinosaur, which they claim died off 65 million years ago. First, let's defrock the mysteries of its name. Prior to 1841, when Sir Richard Owen coined the word dinosaur, from two Greek words, dinos and saros, meaning terrible lizard, these creatures were known by biblical names, such as dragon, leviathan, behemoth, cockatrice, fiery flying serpents, serpents, and other similar names. They are so named and often described nearly 100 times in the Bible, and these creatures walk contemporaneously with man, and by the way, Mr. Owen thought they were created by God. But where did these amazing creatures come from? Did something akin to a meteor, as evolutionists would have it, once strike the earth and wipe out these giant reptiles? The answer can be found in 912 years. Man living 13 times longer before the flood of Noah suggests that all of God's creatures would have enjoyed a similar benefit. Consider reptiles, which of course include lizards, that never stop growing. An old snake is a big snake. Reptiles never stop growing. It's true that reptiles never stop growing and that growth after initial maturity is slower. But one must take into consideration that prior to the flood, under God's perfect water canopy, which blocked out ultraviolet killer rays from the sun, there was an abundance of perfect air, perfect water, and food. Now consider the Chinese iguana that can reach a length of 12 feet. If that terrible lizard would live 13 times longer, and if it grew in equal proportion, it would be 156 feet long and potentially several stories tall. The word dinosaur, which was coined in 1841, simply means terrible lizard. Evolution's poster child, the dinosaur, is just a giant reptile, a dragon. But unbelief does not allow. 912 average years initially may have seemed to unbelieving Christians as an unrelated event deserving of no defense, but that is certainly not the case. 
Dinosaurs, the dragon, the terrible lizard, lived in the history of man and has been preserved in ancient societal records as well as written history the world over. The following paragraph is from Derek Isaac's book, Dragons or Dinosaurs. It is a fact that man existing with dinosaurs is one of the most recorded events in all of history, spanning over every tribe and nation, person, and child. It was not isolated to religion, culture, or location. It was global, end of quote. 912 years and the dinosaur are very much related, far much more so than this short feature can address. Watch Carnal Man's Dinosaur, built on unbelief, and how it has infiltrated all of society, including having the dishonor of being the lead recipient of the final and horrific judgment of God. From the God said, man said feature, the saga of the serpent. You can be confident of this one thing. No academic or spiritual discovery has ever controverted the word of God. Never stand fast. The intricacies of Satan's spider's web by which the souls of men are snared are beyond impressive. Yes, most of the time, his deceptions are hidden in plain view. Let's take a more in-depth look at one colossal satanic snare that's hidden in plain view. When one arrives at the house of faith, he or she is greeted by the word of God and his Christ. When one arrives at the cathedrals, museums of the anti-Bible people, he or she is greeted by a dinosaur, a dragon, their Goliath, a symbol of their organized rebellion against the credibility of God in his Bible, the icon of their unbelief. Should it then be any surprise to you that Satan, the enemy of the cross of Christ, is known as the old serpent and great dragon? Revelation 12, verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, who deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Revelations 20. Verse 1 through 3, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled, and after that he must be loosed a little season. At our house of worship, we meet Jesus Christ and the God of the Bible. At Academia's house of worship, their universities and museums, they meet the dragon, Tyrannosaurus Rex, and his companions. The greeter, the ensign of the local museum, and their Goliath, has been toppled over and over again, but they continue to prop him back up. They must cling. The serpent continues to challenge, end of quotes. You cannot add to or subtract from the beautiful book and still enjoy the full benefits of its fruits. Even the bizarre and untenable must be received in childlike faith. Then even the bizarre will find its certification and things, even things that Christians may not consider deserving of defense that might seem unrelated, all of a sudden become pivotal to the story and beautiful indeed." God said, Genesis 5, 5, And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. God said, Psalm 74, 13 and 14, 
Thou didst divide the sea by thy strength. Thou breakest the heads of the dragons in the waters. Thou breakest the heads of Leviathan in pieces, and gavest him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. God said, Genesis 3, verse 1, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? God said, Revelation 12, verses 3 and 4, and 7 through 9, And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his heads. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. And there was war in heaven." Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent, called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Man said, The Bible was not authored by God. It was written by old, outdated men. Even if there was a God, and he did author the Bible, everyone knows you can't take it literally. Now you have the record.